0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: The thick chicks love us, big dick-style niggas, Chris-style niggas, y'all finessed us, quick-style niggas. You all quick style niggas you did not love me when my name was Sean. Now you should see how bitches act when the Benjamins come on. But I ain't hating them. You gotta love the way females play. Quickly, as I negligee to get, a, to get, get away, Okay. Five stars five stars where the willies stay, and chic pay for nothing, but that's what y'all herbs get for fronting. I spend wild chips getting drunk up in China, in the China club, while you up in the skate key with a minor. If you think I'm jiggy. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips Podcast, Y'all's Rod and Karen, and whoever wrote that, uh, had to be white. Yes, uh, wrong. Uh, that's the lock uh, the, name no, of the No, song no, 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 I,
2: I, no, oh. who, no, whoever, like, translated it
1: mm-hmm. for you to read. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was white. Right,
2: Because right. I, I, I was like, um, this ain't, a, this, this is not a smooth rhyme, what's going on here?
1: Yeah, this is back before they were so, uh, before they turned into killers, man, and this is when they ah. was rapping with Puffy, yeah, I don't know how sounding like clowns. Not clowns. This was back before uh, they started talking about killing people every album. Right?
3: You really dig me and you
1: think
4: I'm jiggy, come on, shorty, let me know. Word? This, this what they was making? Yeah,
1: this is the locks, man.
4: Oh, my. But you can't get no dough. Huh?
1: Since the video you been tracking me down Trying to figure out How person now. Yeah, They got mad at Puff about this shit so I they, they their image. This <coughs> is some bullshit right here Look little kid could have made this Yeah Puff been making uh, people remix the shit You know um, For years He had these niggas out here singing and shit and They were supposed to be some hardcore rappers Now here's the thing about the locks That people don't know though The locks is short for The Warlocks And I can't think of anything more nerdy than that as a rap group
3: you know a, war, a
1: warlock is basically a wizard or a male witch okay so they were called the male witches you know like I mean, was odd about that for some niggas from the streets that ain't exactly the hardest name
4: you know turquoise 9-11 portion attendant. Honey got a lot of jazz. You got a feeling, you got a bag. Then she went inside a pride of bag. Blue, too, when she said up with choice. Like my voice, my thug style made it cat moist. That's the village shit I heard, that's my word. Regardless who she fucked, I'm the nigga she deserved. I put on the holding birds, rocking birds, different ways to speak without using words. And even though she proper, I still got it. was
1: crazy that that they were making that kind of music, you know, because uh, the locks, for the most part, you know get a lot of respect out here on the streets and um you know for them to turn around and do that and then you know like this is here's a song off of their album without Puff Daddy being involved and I think uh people will uh feel like this is completely different
0: Shit. Yeah. Uh-huh.
4: Yeah,
1: no singing uh-huh no 90s, uh, no 80s R&B remix. If you hope
4: we wouldn't make it, fuck you. Fuck you. Talk with a heart full
1: of hatred, fuck you. Fuck you. And you said we wouldn't take it, fuck you. Fuck only my man, but he says, I'm not something fuck yep. you. This is if Rough Riders era. Make it, make it, fuck
4: you. Talk with a heart full of hatred Fuck you, Fuck you. And juice Everybody take it Fuck you Fuck Only my man blood is A sacred cock sucker yo. Fuck you Everybody's a snake That's why I try uh-huh. to keep the grass man. cut So I can see them when they coming Then I heat their ass up Cause them niggas that you went to school with will catch you while you in your new whip Turn, Turn your
1: brains in into cool whip
4: Niggas that you run around getting ass with. Ain't yeah. going help you do nothing But carry a casket Got the nerve to ask kiss Why Please I smoke so, so much. much And how I'm such a young i seem to know so much why you was running around pumping for niggas, I was listening you still pumping for niggas. I'm coming through visiting you heard L-O-X came through in the yellow
1: legs really different with the it completely different so hardcore killed seven people already
4: a <laughs> lot of y'all is almost funny style never down with me type to go to the bathroom sit down and
1: tea I sitting down to pee is very efficient sometimes I think <laughs> You know from case. a woman's perspective it's yeah. probably the best way. I don't have to clean up all the time, no, as a man um so you know I don't to always have to. You no know, it's late sometimes at night, you know you've been drinking a little bit Back in your cribs, your kids, bullets going through your leather,
4: your ribs. don't even hit me on my hip if I ain't give you a cold and I ain't got a whole phone number. I live on the road. Now-
1: so yeah it, that's amazing to me The turn around they did in such a short period of time mm-hmm. just for switching um, you know from if I everything if I'm drinking. and this is also another group of dudes that are like four foot two sound way harder <laughs> till you see them in person uh and then you go oh i could beat these niggas up you know so it's just crazy the uh the way the locks uh was rolling man with all this hardcore rap but um anyway this is the blackout Tips podcast you can find us on iTunes Stitcher Podomatic um and uh just search the blackout tips leave us a five star review It's a huge day today um in addition to announcing the tippies uh one of my favorite people on the planet came out with his newest trailer his newest video um and i'll play some of it for you uh jl coven mm-hmm. released his adam sandler and tyler perry's old testament new problem and it's, it's so hilarious good. so good everybody should have taken the time to watch this if not fuck you like what are you here for uh people really need to do a better job supporting people like this because mm-hmm. he's going out making this shit uh you know with with basically with his own money his own time his his comedian friends um the videos are really well done they um, are i've i've watched so many uh i've watched this video by itself at least 20 times and
2: it's very funny y'all please go check it and like him on youtube
1: yeah so i put the link in the chat man uh click on it play it like it uh leave it a thumbs up leave a comment all that good shit man because like i said good shit like this it uh, needs to get recognized, man. It's the same principle as our podcast, where if people don't talk about it, then did it really happen? Are people really going to support it? Um, so uh, I definitely, you know, put in the work to promote it, and also I believe in it because I think it's hilarious, man.
2: I, I do too, and 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 it is a very very good quality. And uh, me and Roger was talking in the car, and I was saying that um, I could see uh dale going a lot of like a lot of places and 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 making a lot of money is just one of those things where um if you push and support people people will recognize him
1: yeah chris Lambert is on here too playing tyler perry mm-hmm. um let me just play some because I, I i just uh hopefully the audio does it justice but you need to see, see yeah you his have see physically- adam sandler impression you need yes, to see jl's face. face you need to see chris Lambert's face when he's playing tyler perry uh, looking at a, a handsome young dark-skinned man like this is so good. So let me uh, turn our volume up.
5: I'm a jew and your daughter is black. I'm just happy that she don't smoke the crack. Now I know I can't afford to buy you a nice ring because my comic book store closed. But I found you some ash, Debra. But in all seriousness, will you be my wife?
3: Well, have you asked my father yet?
5: Well, no, but I thought you guys weren't close. Yeah, but it's still important to me. Well, if he made you, then it can't be too bad. Let's do it. Whoopity-doo!
3: A couple of things you should know about my dad.
1: He's a devout Christian. Why do I? he killed me with that goddamn whoopity-doo. Like, his cadence... <laughs> He has the cadence and the inflection and that voice change thing Adam Sandler does down to a fucking science.
2: Mm-hmm. You can tell he studied it.
1: Yes, and then he, he's doing all the faces and shit. So, like, in this montage where they're playing the, 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 uh, the just Jewish song, um, like, he's ha- taking down, uh, he's hanging up a poster of like, the wire, throwing off his Jamaica. Like, these are little things that are just hilarious.
3: And he doesn't know that you're Jewish or even white. Try
1: to smoke <laughs> Try to smoke some new, new points. De Niro
0: and Pacino. DiCaprio and Damon. Godzilla and King Kong. Don't worry, I'm
1: sure my family will love you once they get to know you. Well, I hope so. He's carrying a bottle of crushed Crush grape, grape. soda. Yes. To the to the, to meet her family like it's a bottle of wine.
0: Yes. But in 2014, all rivalries will be dwarfed in comparison when Adam Sandler meets Tyler Perry. Daddy!
3: How are you? Good
0: to see you, honey.
5: Hello, sir. Uh, pleasure to meet you, please, for
1: the home. Yes, with grape soda. Like it's what I want. Yes. What a home. I bet you it's cold, too. Really? <laughs> I'll cheer Grape shit. soda. So, uh, we met Dad. <coughs> Of course, everybody in the next scene is uh, sitting around eating chicken because that's what Tyler Perry would do. Like, this of is the hard course. part of doing this is because you have to write it bad enough that it seems like Tyler Perry but satirical enough that people realize you're doing it on purpose, you know? This is yes. my grandpa and this is my brother Troy. What church do you attend, boy?
5: Oh, I'm uh, you should ask. I'm actually a Jew. Uh, God bless you.
0: Now, what church
5: do you attend?
0: I know I needed my faith after ever's mother died.
5: Oh, well, uh, like I was saying uh just before, I'm actually a Jew. Well, somebody's got a case of the sniffles. Uh so Troy, you look like you uh you know hit the gym. Pretty
1: bu- Troy is uh, another guy at the table who's like works out and he's wearing a bike beater. You know, typical Tyler Perry, dark skinned brother. Of course.
4: Well, I'm a player. <laughs> you gotta look the part.
1: So he's hey! He says, I'm a player, you gotta look to part. And then Tyler Perry, played by Chris Lambert starts looking at him and the sexy music starts playing, and it kinda slows down. Oh man.
5: Oh Troy, you look like you uh you know hit the gym. Pretty buff.
4: Why, well, I am a player. And you gotta look the part.
0: I'm sure
1: <laughs> Chris Lambert's face is priceless. It's priceless. Yes! The
0: bad's gonna happen to me. Watch that symbol! Simple- oh yeah. yeah and
1: pure and straight up uh, Tyler Perry heart, like foreshadowing to the point where you just, it's just bad writing and you know it's gonna happen to everybody he's like I'm sure nothing bad's gonna happen to me
4: you
5: know, hit the gym pretty buff
4: well I'm a player and you gotta look the part
0: I'm sure nothing bad's gonna happen to me watch that simple talk boy I'm not so sure about this John fella
1: Ooh, the women of King John goes in the bathroom to jack off the King magazine.
3: But, Daddy's great once you get to know him. Hello, Rosé.
0: You know, for you, I'm going to give him a chance. Hollywood Reporter calls this classic Sandler. Oh, Grandpa, no,
5: this isn't what it looks Oh, no.
0: Christianity Today calls this...
1: When the grandpa goes and opens the door and sees him masturbating, he jacks off and comes on his own face, true Adam Sandler style, over the top, to the point where it's not even a funny gag type, type, type ridiculousness. Of course.
0: Oh,
5: this isn't what I look, oh, no!
1: (laughs) Christianity
0: Today calls this film Tyler Perry's best work yet. So, is it a boy or a girl? Oh, you're not pregnant. You have AIDS.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just act the blue. You're not pregnant. You have AIDS. Oh, God. You probably should have dated a Christian man. You could have prevented it.
5: You <laughs> get AIDS from dating a Jewel?
3: Yeah.
0: Science. Ooh. This is the, the best propaganda
1: film against
0: Jews and blacks we've ever seen. Raves the KKK. You
6: have AIDS. <laughs>
1: Now the player dude is being told that he has AIDS in his scene. Blacks we've ever seen. Raves the KKK.
0: You
6: have AIDS. It says here you've been a player for too long.
0: Why must I always be punished? It's almost like the writer of my life has conflicted feelings my fit black body.
1: And of course, Chris Lever slides at the door. (laughs) Out of nowhere too. As Tyler Perry, check it out dude, the shirt. Uh, the best part is, I wish someone needs to make this a GIF. If you guys know how to make GIFs, please look this up or GIFs, how you pronounce it. Um, he slides in the door, looks, checking the guy out, and then he slides his zipper On his sweater down. Yes, he does. It's at the three minute, fifteen second mark. Please, somebody, you, anybody listening, if you know how to do this, send me this yeah, GIF on, on, uh, on, on Twitter at Prime. Okay, guys, I really need this in my life.
3: Has AIDS. That's terrible.
1: So now uh, Adam Sandler's talking to his white coworkers who just found out that his girlfriend has AIDS.
0: Well, that's black chicks for you. <laughs> Ooh, burn! Hope she knows grape soda can't cure that. You know what, guys? I don't appreciate that. This isn't right. What you're saying
1: about John, What the? Started. The doctor pops out of nowhere. <laughs> he just was in the background <laughs> the this whole time, just chilling like a ninja. Tell you, but you have AIDS.
4: You chose to work with clearly evil white men. You should have known there was an increased risk for
0: HIV. This summer, coming to theaters, Happy Madison presents Tyler Perry's Old Testament New Problems.
5: Hey everybody, I want to thank you for having me in your home. And this is a song I wrote that I'd like to play for you dedicated to your lovely daughter, Deborah. I'm a Jewel daughter is black i'm just happy that you don't smoke the crack the darker the berry the happier the jew we'd like to eat pizza and then we screw because we're going to make baby
1: in, in the background the grandfather dies
5: he's <laughs> 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 like rockaroo now i'm sitting here in a polo shirt hoping that you black people don't get me hurt when we meet the police and they stop and frisk, I'll say, hey, they're okay. There is no risk.
2: Ah, oh, so good. It is hilarious. Y'all, please go watch it because listening just does not do it yeah. justice. Like, when you watch it, you see the nuances and how to interact with each other. It is epic.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's so good, man. Um, you know, I, I just think uh, everybody's checking out, man. Put um, it in the chat room yeah I put it in the chat room already I want me to put it back or something put it again
2: oh I didn't see it in my bad. yeah
1: I put it in there to start the show it was in there for about 10-15 minutes but yeah make sure you guys check it out Um it's so good and so funny and I think you, you know we gotta support shit like this man Um now it's time for the tippies Um I wonder if I can find some award montage music let me see but no,
2: because... is that a
1: is this close enough no you don't like this uh-uh. well that was what was here um, oh my bad no it's cool um so too bad all right guys you don't get any award music oh no
2: i mean i'm freaking take that then if it's that or nothing
1: uh <laughs> i didn't <laughs> see
2: anything i ago. know i know that was gonna be the option <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway man uh it's time for the tiffies guys so let's talk about who won their awards this year, man. Uh, it was a very highly contested year. You guys, it were. was. We had the most,
2: uh, even this is our second year, but man, I really went back and looked and some of the categories alone like outdid a lot of what we did last year. Like some of the polls had literally hundreds of people that voted. And so we just want to tell everybody thank you for voting. We want to tell everybody that was nominated thank you, um, for coming on our show and, being funny and having the people love you. And it's just one of those things where we love doing this because this is our way to get back to the fans and to give back to people that come on our show and love and support us.
1: And the second annual tippies are brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions. Go to com, Visit our audio play page, uh, tbgwt html. That's right, com slash tbgwt. And uh, buy something, okay? We've got audio plays that are comedy, they start as low as like 99 cent. cent it really helps to show out when you guys do that so if you i think everybody's favorite one is the uh is it the drive is uh drive through? drive Yep. drive through is a good one fries is good um mm-hmm. uh, so it, i think you guys will enjoy it enjoy me getting cussed out uh listen to hate puppy where i do some freestyle rap uh mm-hmm. you can also check out uh directing shit where i get to cuss everybody out it's mm-hmm. very fun times that we have there and i think You guys will enjoy this right up your alley. And if you like us, then I think you'll like those audio plays. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one, the first award is... uh, I need like a drum roll. Let me see if I can go. Yeah, I I like the drum roll. Okay, all right. Let me see if I can find... A good drum roll. uh, No, No. that's not it. Um, Drum roll. May I have a drum roll? No, this is not it. What's up with all this talking? The drum rolls a,
2: a traditional drum roll? I don't
1: know uh, Let's see Uh What about this? No That's not a drum roll Or anything No, this is terrible
3: Oh there, there you
2: go. go. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say, you might, you might uh, want to start at it. Move this, <laughs> this to the sound effects board. <laughs> yeah. Cause, uh,
1: Jesus Christ. It took forever to find that one, didn't it? All right, man. All right. So the nominees for best impression, uh, <laughs> there were Rod and Justin do RG3 versus McNabb, balls deep sports 30. Rod doing Eddie long during the feedback shows. Rod and Justin is Kobe and Lala Anthony. Balls Deep Sport 17. Rod and Justice is Tiger Woods and Ball Deep Sport 24. That's right. There's no way I can lose this category.
3: <laughs>
1: At best, I have to split credit with Justin, which I'm fine with. And the winner is for Best Impression in 2013. Rod and Justin versus McNab, uh, RG three versus McNab in uh, Balls d Sport episode thirty. I'm about to say no celebration. We was just clapping. Uh, I could play some applause if mm-hmm. if, if you would like that. Last first ever tippy, and yes. um.
2: Um, sir, since this is your first uh, time winning a tippy, mm-hmm. um, go ahead and give you, you can give your speech now.
1: Uh, well, uh, first of all, I had to play the clip that we won for. Okay. So, okay. My bad. Eh? I um, didn't, you didn't tell me. This. You're not going to hurt my moment. Okay. <laughs>
2: you, you didn't tell me this. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay buddy. This hold funny.
1: on. Uh, coach. Hold on one second. Let me see. Oh, man. Uh, I got to take this real quick, quick coach. Hold on. Hello. Hey, Hey, Robert. Hey, uh, what's going on, uh, Don, Don? What's going on, Don? Hey, he's he right man. here. Hey, so I'm, I'm not going to say your name, but what's going on, D? Hey, uh,
4: I'm going to be brief.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: But listen, I I want to give you some advice. Okay, let, let me try know.
1: to walk into the, the other room. Should I walk into the other room? I'm not they, trying to tell you what to do, young brother. Mm-hmm. You know, I. Huh? What? I, nobody. I'm just, it's my girl, man. I'm not, I'm not trying it's my white to, girl. Uh, go ahead, I'm, man. I'm
4: not trying to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to preach to you. I'm just saying I've been in this situation before.
1: Right. I, Tell I, me I, what to do I, about what, old man, Oh nigga. What the fuck you think you know about my I'm life, I'm nigga? Just, I'm a black quarterback saying, in post-racial America I'm when Obama's saying. been the president. I li- I the I like, fuck you want? I like white women, too. Excellent betrayal. <laughs> uh First of all, uh, Thank you so much. I could not be here without... uh, I just want to first give honor and glory to to God. uh, And uh, I just definitely want to thank my scene partner, my inspiration, the wind beneath my wings, uh, Justin. (laughs) Without Justin, uh, we would not be able to have uh, done this. We've done so much work uh, behind the scenes to get Balls Deep Sports perfected. When we started this project... We were just two men with a vision of going balls deep every week, and uh, we were able to to get that done and I was you know I, I was ever so thankful uh, of course, I want to give a shout out to all of my children uh You guys are the best the fans of balls deep, the premium subscribers who made this possible without you guys, I always said I had the best fans in the world, and without you guys, I would not have been able to win. We made it. We did it. I fought so hard to get one tippy. Last year when I got shut out, I dedicated myself to winning. And I knew that I would definitely be back because I'm not giving up, guys. And I said, we can do this. All we have to do is try to believe in ourselves. And we will be able to overcome this. And we'll get the get... What? Don't try to come up. No. I just you're going to listen to me you are going to get your hands off of me get your hands off of me this is my moment I, uh, I'd just like to thank my mother and my father too without them I wouldn't have been born thank you for not wearing a condom and I'd like to thank Raw Sex I appreciate you so much Karen is okay too
3: so shout out to her thank you so much guys thank you
1: alright so thank you uh, for that award guys I appreciate everybody that, uh, that, that voted for me Next on the Tippies
0: <laughs>
1: We have the award for Best guest as an individual Okay, now this one is for people that Were on the show by themselves and held it down And uh, this is probably the closest voting we had of any category Yes it is Alright, so let me read the nominees For this one Best guest individual, Najee LaRee, Sarom Russell, Afrocentric, Amber P., Patrice C. and Chris Lambeth. The winner is, by a slim margin, three votes, wow, over Patrice C. okay, Christopher Lambert. The Chris could not be here to accept this award, so on his behalf is Tyler Perry, who is just gonna check out a young black man. But
2: uh <laughs> and for and uh, for for everybody that uh wins uh the tippies, uh me and Roger talked about it. We're gonna actually within the next month or two, we're gonna actually have peop- these people back on the show since you guys voted for them.
1: Yep. Best guest as a group is the next uh award. Okay, guys? Uh, best guesses Group, obviously. Same thing. People that came on the show. Together as a unit and represented. This one was also a pretty close vote. Yes, it was. There was a lot of people that were involved. Uh, brown Skin and Glasses was in this one, uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, also... Beating the block was in this one. Yes, yes, beating the block. Uh, we also had taste like fried chicken was in this one, this category. Uh, they, they were representing as the kids like to call it. Uh, what happened? There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, chonilla was in this category. And what's the tea? (laughs) Karen, would you like to do the honors on this one? Yes. And the winner of best
2: group for the 2013 Tippies is... What's the tea? Woo! What's the tea? What's the tea? Uh, This is for Nick June and Reggie. Mm-hmm. Um much love to both of them. Um Nick Juice in the hospital. She could not be here. She could not she be here. She watched the
1: Tyler Perry movie and contracted AIDS. Yes, and uh, Reggie is off somewhere being fabulous, so he mm-hmm. definitely can't be here either. He's a star now. He's doing Dunkin' Love and yeah. and parodies and stuff, so he's too big. So
2: I will accept this award in their honor.
1: All right. Um best new guest is uh the next category. Um wait. There we go. Best New Guest, of course, is people who've been on the show for the first time ever Now, last year was a very stiff competition because we did five shows a week Mm -hmm. So there were many more opportunities to be a guest Yes, it was All these people were nominated, all these people came on uh, And I believe that people appreciated them Uh, We had three guys on, was uh, one of the best new guests Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, J.L. Coven maker of uh, this latest parody video Mm -hmm. that you guys we just played Black on Black Cinema Mm
5: -hmm.
1: Black Astronauts Mm -hmm. Black Astronauts Latest Launch Mm
5: -hmm.
1: and Whiskey Wine and Moonshine My Angels and the winner for Best New Guest in a landslide, whiskey, wine, and, and moonshine. Sunshine. Congratulations, ladies. Congratulations. Congratulations, ladies. They uh, ran away with it. Uh, what I found interesting is if the Black Astronauts and the Black Astronauts Ladies' Launch had split the vote, they would have uh, been a lot closer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonder how many votes they cost each other. How many people voted for a third party because they was like, I can't pick between these two guys.
2: That's true too now. I
1: loved them too much. But, uh, of House course. I divided. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys, for, uh, for voting on that one. And
2: congratulations to those ladies.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is the category for funniest moment. Uh, this one, this one was, uh, pretty, pretty tough. We got a lot of, uh, funny moments on the show. This is just for, uh, those episodes where, They were funnier than others. People said, I remember that. It was on it. It was awesome. Awesome. Uh, Medicine in the Glasses. That's Karen, episode 587. The Best of Wesley Pipes. That involves us and the black astronauts. Uh, um, Sterling's Intervention. We're on the nerd off episode seven. Karen on Hiroshima, uh, Hiroshima Yamauchi. Uh, The Nerd Off 17 Karen's Porn Labels episode 464 10 of Black Preachers 548 and The Sauce Revolution Uh, Karen would you like to do the honors I will And
2: the winner Of the 2013 Tippy's Funniest Woman Is The Best of Wesley Pipe Yes. Yes With me and Rod And the the guys over at the Black Astronauts.
1: That's right. Uh, this is the Black Astronauts' first ever win in the Tippy category. Yes, so, it is. Uh, they are
2: blasting off.
1: They are. They are. They were part of this uh, grand moment, and mm-hmm. we'll definitely have them back. To we them. will. Best episode overall. Now, this is a huge award. There's no real winners here because, you know, it's just, you know, what you think about an episode, right? Uh, even though I'm sure a guest will look at it and go this is my award too right true whoever was on that show so best um the best best episode is a very prestigious award we did so many episodes so it's almost like it counts even more yes there were many many more episodes to pick from and people decided on these the, the nominees are 517 genital property law 616 black batman 464 karen's porn labels 591 Big Booty Brains The Real House Husbands 3 Cut the Checks 528 Dude Bros and the Scorning And 585 Dinner and a Show The Winner is In a landslide With 50% of the vote Ha <laughs> Dude Bros and the Scorning That's right guys Dude Bros and the Scorning wins Uh I felt like, uh, that, that, that one's kinda mine. Cause, uh. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yes. That, that, that one was yours. I think the
1: Jay LaRie was here as well. Um, uh, but, uh, it, it, it was either her or it was, uh, Tastes Like Fried Chicken. Cause I think we did both of those shows with guests. Yes. But, uh, those dudes had to get it. So, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, next is Best Interview. Best Interview, guys. Alright, so um this is the category for uh interviews that we do on our spinoff shows okay we got Mm -hmm. medium talk lip smacking good uh we're always interviewing people karen just put out a new lip smacking good today as a matter of fact where she talked to rad film lawyer olivia uh from twib and um uh talked about wine and cheese okay guys i think you'll like it and a ton of more shit by the way yes um but uh the the nominees in this category karen would you like to read them can you read them right there?
2: Yes. Uh, medium Talk, number one, Afrocentric. Lip smacking Good, number three, Chef Kenny Gilbert. Medium Talk, number 14, Sterling. Medium Talk, number two, Shabi. Medium Talk, number seven, how do you pronounce that? Lisa. Lisa. Dean. Dean. And Medium Talk, number four, Najala Reed. All right. And... The winner of best interview for the 2013 tippies is medium talk number 14, Sterling.
1: That's right, the wound god. Congratulations, sir. It's great, uh, it's a great interview. Um, you know, spending time with Sterling, uh, talking, uh, it was really cool because, you know, Sterling doesn't talk about stuff too much personal, um uh, sometimes and, uh, felt like got a lot out of him that interview and uh mm-hmm. it was cool because uh i think a lot of people look at sterling in a different light you know than they did before so. yes all right next category best argument this one uh, is the one that goes to well the best argument guys sometimes things get heated ah. here on the show and uh people go back and forth and uh, at the end of the day you know we try to keep it all lighthearted, fun and games but when it does get serious People get to mm-hmm. and in this case, the nominees were Rod and Justin versus Vic, Vic in Ballsy Sport Thirty Two. <laughs> Chill versus everyone on Feminism, Episode Five Seventy Eight,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Brown Skin and Glasses on Don Lemon, Episode Five Thirty Five. <laughs> the winner of Best Argument. By a complete total lopsided victory. <laughs>
6: yes.
1: Chill versus everyone. Everybody. Unfeminism. Okay, guys. Let me see if I can play this.
6: Okay, chill is gonna be me because you can find because you could find because
1: you can okay, what about a disabled woman? No, don't try to change it. Well, I, I've made a scenario, no, chill. No, answer the fucking question. Answer the question, chill. Don't I'm try to make up I'm some new women, shit. Women. Oh, you scared to answer I'm the women, question? Women, yes or no. Uh, women, women. Are you scared to answer the question, Chil, is What I want to know. Do you have a balls I'm to put them I'm on like I'm Owen? Do you have a balls to put them on this question or not? I'll ask you a direct question. Are you just gonna okay. be like, look? I'm just for equality. You to do it. They go, well, you're a woman. I'm not paying you. That, that's the end of it. All of a sudden, you are a feminist because it's like,
6: pay me my motherfucking money. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm a humanist because you know what? All people to make the same to do the same work. Why do you have to put a label to it? Because, because only you know, the woman you know, in this scenario is not getting the money. You're limiting because you're limiting your rod I'm not limiting, limiting anything. You're limiting you going to put a, no, <laughs> because you know what? Because as soon as you can say, oh, okay, okay. I feel that I should make as much as you do. And you know what? It has nothing to do with my gender. It's because yes, it gender. does. I told oh, you. Does. Does. I told you it has something no, to do with your no, gender. Yes,
4: no, I yes, told no, you. No, I'm not paying no, you because no. right, you're a woman. Right, right, right. You're just stealing
6: against me. Because right, you're because you're a I'm woman. You my argument, not as a woman as a human. Yeah, me. as a woman. No, as, as a woman. Because you have a vagina, no, I will not as pay a human, you.
1: Who to be a woman? Right. No, as are a you woman. Are you a black man? As a woman, I will not pay you. What are you? You keep trying to like? change the scenario. Are you a man
2: that's black
4: or
1: are you a black man? Listen, if someone told me I'm not paying you because you're black, then you are discriminating against black people. That is a policy against blackness. Right. Yes, right. that right. is the right. answer. What
4: I'm saying is, what <laughs> I'm saying is, are you a black? This is just my question. Are you a black man or are you a
3: man that's black? What? What the fuck? I'm both. Actually, I'm both.
1: Uh, Chill cannot be here to accept this award because she was too busy, uh, arguing about some bullshit probably, but, uh, you, uh, I will accept on her behalf and, uh, and say, uh, she was a formidable opponent. And, uh, the whole time I was just playing devil's advocate, Chill. So there you go. Um, and the last award, probably the most important award, guys. We created ourselves here. Yes, it is. On uh, feedback Okay a lot of you guys Give us feedback over the time That we're uh, Every Saturday without you guys It wouldn't be a feedback show uh, It'd be pretty sad um, And uh, our connection with our audience is something To treasure yes, it So is. Uh, with fr- no further ado Karen would you like to announce the nominees for best feedback
2: Yes For the 2013 Tippie's best feedback Participant is Stephen Steven Richards Chill I'm sorry Yeah wait for the clap My bad Go ahead Chill (laughs) Keith from Dallas Leonard Brothers Howard T. Smith And Shy Love right, and And the 2013 Best Feedback Participant winner is Leonard brothers oh that racist son of a bitch man (laughs) leonard brothers you are a tippy winner sir
1: congratulations congratulations leonard brothers could not think of a more racist person to deserve this award um and it's hard to beat out chill you know chill fell back a little bit this year she uh, saved up some episodes so that she could, uh, do stuff. Yeah, she, she got been married. The- She's been doing her podcast. Yeah. Um, so she was not able to participate as much and Leonard Brothers swooped right in, grabbed that spot. Um, and I really got to think that, uh, Guess the Race was the vehicle that promoted him to the top.
2: Yes, and I want to <coughs> tell everybody, thank you for all the participants in this year's Tippy Award nominations, and I have to say congratulations, Rod, it, it was a sweep,
1: I, I don't think I won one this year, so we reversing the roles. hmm it's about time <laughs>
3: that
1: uh, people recognize the true stardom and the true star power of the show. Uh, and uh, you know, it's, I thank all of my bit players, the cast members, the little people that made this possible for a star like me. Um, and, uh, I would, it would not be possible for me to shine so brightly in a universe devoid of light. Uh, you guys are all (laughs) my little mini stars as I am the sun to Ah! to you guys.
2: Yes. And thank you and everybody that won. uh, We will be getting in contact with you about, uh, being on the show. And this last year was a fun year and I'm looking so forward to this year. And don't forget, we've already got the polls up. So, Put the stuff out there so next year can be even better.
1: That's right, man. So, yeah, keep nominating now because 2014 Tippies are already in full effect as far as uh, nominations. People are nominating Mm -hmm. stuff every day. Um, So get yours in. Uh, We got show stuff to do. So let's talk about the news and all that stuff. Um, Eight myths about jury duty that y'all ass probably didn't even know. Myth number one. You won't be called for jury duty if you don't register to vote. Uh, that is not true.
2: I believe that they know where your ass live.
1: Potential jurors were once pulled from voter registration lists, and you could avoid service simply by choosing not to vote. Things have since changed, however, and whether or not you vote has little impact nowadays. returning a state issued ID, a driver's license, buying a home, or filing tax returns gets you on the list as well. And
2: that makes sense.
1: So if you're an active citizen, you're on the list. Number two. You can't postpone your service date. Many people who have never been called for jury duty believe that they cannot reschedule their service date. Uh This is uh, this is fortunately not the case. While the government isn't perfect, it does recognize that you might have an easier time serving at a different date. When you receive your notice, you can choose to postpone if the week assigned to you causes problems. That said, you can't postpone indefinitely. Most states only allow you to push your service date off into the future a couple of times. Though it does vary depending on where you live And what kind of jury service you're called for Fortunately this, is particularly this isn't particularly This is particularly confusing If you read your notice It will clearly explain to you How you can postpone should you want to Just follow the instructions It's important you follow the instructions Because if you don't or you ignore the notice You can end up with severe consequences While the courts won't always pursue a juror Who pretends he or she didn't receive a notice It can result in an arrest Oh yeah So make sure you guys do that Number three, the third myth Courts don't care about your financial or other hardship. Mm-mm. Actually, the court does care. This is Thank a myth. Care. It's a myth. Yeah. These okay. are myths. So the things I'm saying are not true. Uh, the court does care about your financial hardship. You're no good to them if you go homeless in the middle of a lengthy trial or have to work at, at or have to work afterwards. Something I was told repeatedly during the selection process, they don't let you work on trial days because They don't want you distracted. If your employer won't pay for your majority of your jury service, you can claim financial hardship and ask the judge to excuse you. Just be prepared to prove it.
2: Ah, okay. I see. I didn't know that. mm -hmm.
1: That's why these are myths. Financial hardship depends on a lot of factors. There's no way to determine... Uh, For certain how a judge will react to your claim that said you can make a pretty good guess if the case in question is only a week long chances are you won't be able to claim financial hardship at all because most people can take the time off work without too much trouble exceptions include single parents primary care providers for ill children spouses and relatives the longer a case gets however the more powerful your claim will be for example if you want a two month case which your employer only paid for a week of service. You'd have to live off of practically nothing for the remaining weeks. Generally speaking, if your employer pays for less than half of the number of days you have to serve, you have a good chance of being excused. If they pay for more, you might not. Myth number four, you won't be punished for lying to the court. That don't, yeah, you'll be punished. Lying about hardships to get out of jury duty is perjury. If you're caught, the government can choose to prosecute you with your uh, for your infraction. Take you to jail, do Perjury is a felony. Mm-hmm. So not just jail, Karen. Prison. Oh yeah. And you can end up in prison for up to five years. Shit, just tell the truth and go through the boring ass process. It ain't that important. That said, the government has to prosecute you for that to happen. And in most cases, most cases they want they have better things to do with your time. You might think that line just means a harsh scolding by the judge with no problems whatsoever. In most courtrooms, you won't get off that easy. Here's why a judge can issue orders in court. As you probably know, when you don't follow that order, they can hold you in contempt. While contempt won't land you in prison for five years, it can give you a sentence around a around five days and a fine of a thousand dollars. Unlike perjury, you don't have to be convicted to be punished for contempt. Shit. The moment the judge holds you in contempt of court, you go directly to jail while you could lie and potentially get away with it without being punished. You must like you most likely will be punished if caught. So don't lie to get out of jury duty.
2: Oh, so you fuck around there, but I do not pass gold, do not collect $200. Mm-hmm. In if, fact, if you be in worse situation, because guess what? You ain't going to have time. That one phone call better be to your job. And your job ain't going to
1: reimburse you on that shit. They did to reimburse your ass, you just took the ass jury duty. Myth number five, a judge will excuse you from jury duty if you're biased. Judges will <laughs> not, because a ah. lot of people do this like, well, actually, sir, uh, I hate niggers and faggots. So can I go home? And it's like, Mm-mm. no, you da- that doesn't mean shit.
2: I am gay. Um, we don't care. You you still have to be here. You a physical body.
1: Judges won't excuse you if you have a bias towards the case, but lawyers might. That's right. Uh, you can get excused for bias during a process called war dire. Dire, uh. But that isn't as as straightforward as saying I'm biased or I think the defendant looks guilty. If you think something that simple can get you out of jury duty in front of a judge or a lawyers who have seen these tricks for many, many years, you are sorely mistaken. The lawyers I spoke to said they don't catch every lie, but they're often aware when someone's trying to look biased in the United States. Vor Dyer is the. Uh, process in which lawyers question jurors about their background upon answering those questions both prosecution and defense can choose to dismiss you from the jury pool the goal of this process is to create a group of citizens who can judge the case fairly as both sides have to agree to keep a juror if you answer these questions dishonestly or try to provide a bias not knowing what the case is about you might give a favorable answer without realizing it so you might yeah that's the thing you don't know what the case is about so you could actually put yourself in a position to to get like, picked. yeah, because you're like, <laughs> well, what I you know, my problem is, um, I hate these black kids walking around here in hoodies. Like, oh really? Uh, I definitely want this dude. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm George Zimmerman's defense attorney. i, I he is I'm my guy. I'm picking you. Yeah, you thinking that you're gonna go home and they're like, Mm-mm, dude, number sixteen, you got picked. Shit, how did I get picked? Yep. Uh Another one is you can't go home until your jury service is complete. That's myth number six. As a jury, you're required to stay silent about the proceedings of the case until the deliberations are complete. And the verdict is a matter of public record. People new to jury service sometimes assume that this means you can't go home until the case is finished to avoid any leaks from you or any outside influence upon you. That's
2: what I thought.
1: In reality, you get to go home every day after service just like you would from work.
2: Oh, so that TV shit where they locked in there for forty five hours is
1: is not true? Yeah, that's only when they um uh, and I, if I fuck up this uh term, my bad. But when they remand the jury, I believe, which is like, um, or like they'll issue, they'll be like, look, you guys have to stay in a certain spot until y'all figure out the verdict, or okay. you guys have to stay away from the media and all this shit because it's so much going the around. The case
2: is so big. Yeah, okay. uh,
1: I think it's called sec. Oh, here we go. On some occasions, the judge will order sequestration of a jury. According to the lawyers I spoke with, this is exceptionally rare and only occurs in cases with significant media coverage. Sequestration means a juror, juror jurors get put up in a hotel and aren't allowed to access the most media contact with the outside world is also limited during the duration of the trial. Juror, judges won't always sequester a jury in these cases, however, as there are alternatives you don't hear about too often. Also, in rare cases, marshals will be assigned to a juror to escape, escort them to and from service. This ensures their safety and that the jury goes straight home from the trial. Some juries are a, a, anonymized as well for their safety to avoid any tampering that may occur.
2: It's true for their own protection.
1: Myth number seven, all jury verdicts must be unanimous. We see lots of trials depicted on television where all the jurors must reach a verdict unanimously, guilty or not guilty. Yes. This is because trials on legal dramas tend to be criminal cases where this is true to an extent. If jurors cannot agree on a verdict, they can be considered a hung jury and a mistrial is declared. That's the system we're used to. Civil cases where a person sues for monetary damages, only nine of 12 jurors must agree. Oh. The same goes for grand juries seeking an indictment. If you find yourself on a civil grand jury, you won't have quite the verdict of agreement that you would in a criminal case. Myth number eight, your boss can fire you for serving on a jury and missing work.
2: That's not true. That's against the law, ain't it?
1: That's against the law. Your boss cannot fire you from completing for completing your jury service, whether the company pays for it or not. While the law very, varies slightly from state to state, your job is considered safe, and if, if an employer even threatens to fire you, their consequences can be severe, including both fines and jail time. Most employers uh know this and won't give you much trouble for serving on a jury. In the event you run into a boss dumb enough to f- try to fire you for serving your civic duty, the solution is pretty simple. file a complaint with the trial court administrator. The court takes this stuff pretty seriously. I bet you they do yep, so I just thought that was a pretty cool article because i uh, yeah that's
2: um educational to me
1: mhm um but, uh we'll we'll cover this one later um let's talk about some other stuff that's going on uh the Colombian president. Uh, was given a speech. Uh, he's, he's, a uh, campaign speech. Apparently he's running for reelection. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he peed on himself. Was oh, he drunk? I don't know. He's 62 years old. Maybe his health is waning. Oh, okay. They didn't, they forgot to put the depends on him. You know, this is one of the reasons I voted for Obama over McCain, because I feel like this is the kind of thing that can happen to somebody who, uh, is older. Um, so, uh, you know, I definitely, uh, didn't want to, um, uh, support that, but yeah, he's giving a speech, um, and he, he's just like, yeah, um, uh, you know, talking and just slowly like a minute in, you see a little small stain, then a couple more minutes, a little bigger stain, and next thing you know, he's got a big spot right where his dick is. And he's still giving the speech. He didn't miss a beat.
2: Nobody told him uh sir, sir, um you might want to leave stage.
1: Yeah, now nah, but you know this gotta this has to like hurt his chances because, you know, this is kind of a sign of weakness, even if it's beyond his control. Uh he was diagnosed with can- prostate cancer in two thousand twelve. So you know people are gonna be like, oh, oh. like his opponent now, like, if I'm his opponent, I just keep showing the pee video, right? Oh, With just that ominous music, like, dum, 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 you know, like, would you vote for a president who peed in his pants? And he <laughs> turn the screen black and white, zoom in on the pee spot. Juan Manuel Santos pees in his pants. Known as the pee pee boy. Yeah. You know who does not pee in his pants? Me brought to you by me and all the people that don't pee in their pants. Oh, where pants Yeah, but uh, I think he can still get away with it, man. Uh, I think he just needs to have somebody vouch for him that could uh, that that could really help him out, you know.
7: Well, I guess that's it. It's okay, everybody, back on the bus. Hey,
1: what's with Ernie? Oh, I do Be right back. <laughs> hey, Ernie what's up nothing you falling in
5: love with the wall or
2: something i had an accident you had
1: an accident what does that mean you oh i know okay uh don't worry buddy you hang tight i'll be right back
0: Look, everybody, Billy peed his pants. Of course I peed my pants.
5: Everybody my age pees their pants. It's the coolest.
0: Really? Yes,
5: you ain't cool unless you pee your pants.
6: Wow. Hey, man, Ernie pees pants too. All right.
2: right. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Oh, that was the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: Let's go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he just needs to get Billy Madison to, to help him out, man. And he'll be fine. Uh, the Duke porn star thing continues to be a hot button topic for a lot of people. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Uh, JL Covan wrote a great joke about it on Facebook. And I went and everybody was being really, really serious. And 40 responses and shit. Like people are taking it. 100 percent serious uh so everybody was talking about the kind of porn she does it's one of it's like face fucking you know rough slap my titties porn or whatever and uh people are saying like she's a bad feminist oh lord (coughs) yeah which you know happens a lot man which is it's so weird because like a lot of feminism is almost like theory and then there's like a lot of fighting in fighting yes. where it's like who's in and who's out sometimes people kind of spend their days doing that and you're bad and you're good and you're you're okay and you're not and and uh i don't know that it helps anybody but maybe it's still kind of being defined in my opinion i think it'll never be able to be defined what's good or bad is different per the individual and yes not everybody's the same but anytime you take away a woman's choice in her life that seems anti-feminist to me
2: to me too and the, the thing about uh feminism and when it uh, uh when it comes to women's rights the right for a woman to do anything anything is her right and as a feminist when you restrict what somebody else can do You're literally going against the thing that you're preaching for. Mm -hmm. Um, But to me, I think when people uh, take their own personal opinions and their own personal views, and want to apply that to every woman. But every single woman is different when it comes to this. How you choose to live your life. Is a part of feminism because it's a choice, and nobody's stopping you from living your life. So when you turn around and go, "Well, I don't believe in that," or "I don't think she c- can do that," you're going against the whole purpose of women's rights. She should have the right to do porn. She should have the right to fuck who she wants to fuck. She should have the right to be on birth control. She should have the right to have an abortion. She she should have all these rights. She's had the right to to get a job. She's had the right to have the same pay as a man. And it's funny when. People get into the nuances that are are silly to me because at the end of the day, it's all about women's rights and women's freedoms.
1: Yeah, it's just very weird, too, that people have to put, like, they, because I feel like one of the things people do is they do this fake concern trolling. They're not concerned about this shit, you know, Mm -hmm. like, there's, um, everybody's jacking off to this shit, everybody's, uh, participating in this culture to some extent just about, and then whenever they feel uncomfortable, then there's this, this, this like Catholic guilt that gets thrown around where it's like, this is all bad guys, isn't it? I, I'm really a better person than this, aren't we? And it's like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. The other thing I'm sick of, people that are like, well, this is the reason that people have negative attitudes about women and sexuality is because of this kind of pornography. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And actually, right now is a better time to be alive as a woman than any other time in recorded history. Ain't that the truth? That's just kind of the way it's going to be. And I hope hopefully that trend will continue for our entire existence. Uh, shit is always getting better. You know what I mean? It used to be a time where a rough face fucking wasn't a choice. This is a shit that happened when you were out too late at night or a man just happened to decide that it was time you know like this like the fact that we live in a society that burned witches at the stake and people are like you know people are really hard on women these days much harder (laughs) than they ever have been like no shit is getting bad i think some of this shit is a reaction to the fact that women are getting rights and having opinions and you do have people that have these uh these these fantasies but they're still just fantasies If it's rough sex it's still a fantasy and it doesn't make somebody bad or a bad person for participating in it or watching it as long as shit is consensual it's, you know it's not like she literally just walks into a room to study for a class and then dudes jump out of nowhere and rape her that's not what they're filming these are consenting adults that are actors who are paid to do this uh who want to perform this way uh, I don't understand why there's so much concern other than the fact that she's a young white female who's attending Duke University. Um, and, uh, and, and in a certain type of class. That's it. Like, uh, it's weird to me the obsession with just this one woman. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, there's, there's a lot there's,
2: of women that do this same thing. Right. And it comes
1: out and nobody gives a fuck. Right. And I, and your kink is just isn't other people's kink, you know what I mean? Like there might be a person that's into some other shit. It's just not yours. It doesn't mean that, you know, also um, a fantasy or watching someone uh perform something doesn't really mean that you're going to go do that thing or even that you want to do that thing. Mm-mm. You know, and it's weird that people make these weird. It's like once you get to a certain line, people's minds stop being able to comprehend the simple logic that they use to navigate their own lives with. So like while 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 they can understand that well me watching um uh, a milf have sex with a sick a, a young boy who's supposed to be going to school with her son while me watching that doesn't mean I actually think that I want to see that happen or that that's okay or like if my neighbor did that to my son, i would be okay with it. I wouldn't, but this is a fantasy right now. While we can understand that because MILF is more of a mainstream fantasy, that's mm-hmm. fine. Even uh two women or two dudes or whatever, it's a mainstream fantasy, so that's fine. Yeah, but, but this, it's like a line gets crossed and then all of a sudden it goes, well, no, it's not just that you want to. Uh, watch this thing as a fantasy anymore. If you watch this type of porn, you want to do it.
2: But it's all a fantasy. Like some people draw it when it comes to hentai. Some mm-hmm. people draw it when it comes to uh, uh, gay sex. Some people draw it when it comes to you know choking. Like everybody has their lines, quote unquote. And some people will watch anything. They don't. They don't have lines. Right. And so it's just one of those things that, <clears throat> for me. I guess for me, the biggest issue that I have is that when a woman, any woman, has rights and the choice about their sexuality, everybody fucking feels like they have the right to say something and they have the right to chastise her, they have the right to make her feel dirty. But if this was a dude, would would we would we even be having this fucking conversation?
1: Yeah, nobody even has the conversation about the guy. No. Like, you never know. Like, there's two people in this sex scene. Nobody goes, well, this guy shows up at the set. And maybe in his real life, he doesn't like shoving his cock down somebody's throat as hard as he can. Like, maybe this is fucking him up. What are the mental effects of him doing this porn? Why? Because nobody cares. He's a fucking dude. Like I said, there's certain intersections, and she just hits them all. Gender, race, class, attractiveness, the college that she goes to. She hits all of them, and that's the only reason people give a fuck, and it's weird watching people go on these long diatribes about this shit. She's not that special. No. Anyway, I'm moving on because I really don't want to dedicate more time to her.
3: Mm-mm.
1: Um. Uh, so, uh, apparently, uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, oh, Florida, witnesses said a woman set a man's car on fire in Jacksonville after he refused to buy her a McFlurry and McDonald's. Oh, shit. I know they're good, but goddamn. WFTV obtained video of the incident that happened on Sunday. Witnesses said the woman was angry after she asked for a McFlurry, and the man she was with refused to buy her one. First of all, McFlurries are good. Okay, I haven't gone to McDonald's yeah, in a long time. Me either. But McFlurries are the shit, especially the Rolo McFlurry, when they get that in, that's my shit. But uh you can't be burning my car up, okay? <laughs> ah! you
2: you costing a thousand dollars worth of damage for a two dollar McFlurry.
1: They said the woman grabbed the man's keys and headed to his car. I hope this wasn't the first date. Probably won't get a second one.
2: Definitely won't. One witness says she's talking about two hundred dollars, sl- that's a thousand dollar date.
1: Yeah. One witness said she saw her pour alcohol and gasoline on the man's car, light it on fire, and then run off. Ah! What was the man? Where did she get this
3: gasoline from?
1: Ray Rice is like, I would I got a solution for this. People nearby tried to help him put the flames out. A witness said the woman ran through a nearby parking lot, and was never seen again. Officials said once the fire was out, the man left with his car. You know. And and this fire is pretty like How did he leave with the car? It's a pretty good sized fire. Like, I'm looking at this right now and uh, I'll put it in the chat, but I have no idea how. How did he get
2: his ass in the car without the
1: shit being melted? Yeah, because, like, this fire is so big, y'all. Like, the car looks like. I mean, it's shit has to be melting. It has to be. And he just hopped back in the the car like it was plane trains and automobiles. (laughs) Like, I guess. I guess he was like, bitch, I
2: got to go to work in the morning. Mm.
1: Yeah. McF- McFlurries are good. But, yeah, I mean. They ain't worth saying no fly good. Yeah, that is crazy, man. Can I get a McFlurry? I mean, now, next time you with somebody, you got to get a McFlurry. For the rest of his life, he's either going to never go to drive-thrus. Or, always
2: get a McFlurry.
1: Yeah, or anything a woman wants, really. You know? Hey, I want uh, a, a sirloin burger with extra chicken on it it's like whatever you want baby just, just uh, don't set my shit on fire yeah, just please don't just don't burn my shit up um the saddest ending you'll ever see to a cream pie porn video uh uh-huh. oh saw this on gawker in the grand scheme of porn tube sites a video called slut teen gets knocked up by accidental cream pie isn't particularly shocking or unusual just call it a cream pie but the heartbreaking twist ending to this uh Otherwise pedestrian clip puts even M. Night Shyamalan's earlier work to shame. It starts out as as a typical dude meets a teen girl somewhere with a couch video, goes through the standard point on motions, blowjob sex in a few different positions until the older man finishes his job. Nothing groundbreaking there, fade to black, then this message. The screen goes to black, and then the last thing is, nine months later, Brooke gave birth to a baby boy. She died in labor. Mario never knew he had a child and continues to cream pie teens to this day.
3: And <laughs> they actually put
2: that at the end of it?
1: Yep. Wow. It's likely the most tragic ending to any five minute cream pie clip in history. I love that someone just jacked off to this and then it became a story, by the way. Uh, um, it's been watched more than 288,000 288, uh, times on Pornhub. Somebody was like, wait, wait a minute. Why is this message on here? According to the Colonel, videos in Schoolgirl Internal series often end with the girl getting pregnant and sticking the father with child support. And killing off the teen at the end was just a gruesome twist to the formula. Soylent green is people. Bruce Willis dead alone, Mario. Okay. So, um, you know, people are taking this seriously. Like on my web, on my, uh, Facebook where I posted this, people were like, this is terrible. This is too far. Uh, it's not real. Okay, guys. It's just terrible writing to to make you guys feel weird. Um although I wonder if there's anybody out there who's watching this part and then they start jacking up harder. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh man, it was a good scene but I can't really finish, I guess. Oh God she died in labor. Oh <sighs> <sighs> yeah, that's what I need. I need more backstory uh, That was part
2: of the story plot.
1: Yeah. Um so, yeah, know, it's funny that that's people, terrible though. Uh Russell Crowe and the makers of Noah wanted to meet with the Pope.
2: But why? What, what what you and the Pope got to talk about?
1: Well, they went and they attended his general audience Wednesday, but they wanted to meet with him and get a photo op. Like he needs to bless the Noah movie.
3: Oh, the, the Pope was like, I got shit to do.
1: Crowe had lobbied hard for a Papal thumbs up for his film and then ensuing publicity, a Francis blessing with Brain. Basically, they want to do it for commercial reasons, but also because they know people are going to get mad. Okay. And it's like, well, if the Pope co-signs it, then you guys can't be mad, can you? The Pope said, man, if y'all get the fuck out of here.
2: Come on now. I got I got shit. I got other shit I got to bless. <laughs> try,
1: try to keep these priests off these boys, man. Y'all calm down. I don't give Ain't a fuck about the this truth. movie. The film was banned in much of the Muslim world because it's depiction of the prophet, while the U.S. conservatives... Have complained it took liberties with the biblical account of the flood. <laughs> the Vatican spokesman, Reverend Fer- Federico Lombardi, said the request from Noah's producers for a private audience was immediately turned down. Of course. Hey guys, we like to meet with the Pope. Uh, what about? Uh, we got a movie coming out. Hmm. What, what's the movie? Uh, it's called Noah. Here's the trailer. Yeah, uh, the Pope's busy.
2: Very very busy. He, yeah, he he's, he's booked forever for the yeah. rest of his life. What about
1: tomorrow? He's booked until this movie comes out and flops. In an email <laughs> Wednesday, Lombardi said there was similarly no scheduled meet up meet and greet after Wednesday's general audience, when VIPs can often get a quick word with the Pope. They could have been at the audience like anyone else. Wednesday's audience drew an estimated crowd of eighty thousand people. Francis is loath to lend such blessings for publicity, given his sensitivities to the Muslim world and his upcoming trip to Jordan, Israel, and Palestinian territories. It would seem natural that he would decline any public endorsement of a film that might offend Muslim viewers, because they will probably kill him. Of course. Death of designer Lauren Scott is ruled a suicide. She was the girlfriend of Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones. Oh, my. She killed herself. She was like $5 million in debt wow so she like hung herself in her office with a scarf and her poor sister had to find her
2: oh in the, there you, you, you that, um you don't believe in filing bankruptcy um there's no such thing as uh you know uh, getting no payment plans she was like fuck it
1: mm-hmm. um so yeah they had to cancel like roller stones tour and call some shows off and all this stuff um so this is crazy man like people if you're out there and you think about ending it all don't do it over um some fake ass debt man these are all just numbers that are just fictional and they don't really mean anything honestly 5.9 million dollars in debt what do i want write you a check like i'm not killing myself for this shit i sure like either in and in- you only get one trip
2: yeah, yeah, and it's just one of the things. I ain't got the money. Zero plus zero equals zero. I can't give you nothing.
1: hmm So, yeah, I just thought that was a crazy story, man. She uh, wrapped her scarf around a doorknob and then, like, kneeled on the ground to, like, kill herself. Wow. She didn't leave a note or anything. She just killed herself.
2: And I bet you a lot of people probably didn't even know she was in this much debt. Mm-hmm. Or if they did, you know, they was basically was like, you know, you can work this out. I mean, you can get with no financial advisors. I mean, or nothing. It was just like, fuck it.
1: Yeah. It's also weird because people get that much money. Like her liabilities exceeded her debt by uh, 5.9 million. So like, I mean, her assets. So she was 5.9 million in debt. But it's just like you had that much money at some point, your access to that much money and you kill yourself. Like, wow. Hugh Jackman's got to be nervous. His stalker is free from New York jail. Oh, California woman who admitted to stalking Hugh Jackman has been released after a guilty plea and nearly a year in jail in New York city. Catherine Thurston was freed Wednesday. Although she's due back in court Thursday to work out probation details. Last April, she followed him into a Manhattan gym where he was working out Pulled out a hairfield razor and threw it at him. He wasn't injured.
6: Wow,
1: <laughs> that's so crazy. What was the plan in her mind? I don't know. He would he would hear the he would grab the the hairfield razor and then the music the, the love music would start playing. A
2: what was under her coochie hair? What hair were what what we yeah. talking about was here? Was it curly
1: hairs or was it short? Like What kind of hairs were they? Yeah, that's a good uh, point.
2: Uh, it out to get them bodyguards and body some shit. She
1: nuts. Uh, court, court records show uh, Thurston pleaded guilty earlier this month to stalking, harassment, and burglary. She was sentenced to six months in jail where she'd already served a five years probation. Defense lawyer Liz Bill says Thurston aims to go back to California to see her family and Hugh Jackman. Uh, so, um, all right, man. It's time to play our games, Karen. Let's do this. The games that got Leonard Brother his his first ever tippy.
3: <laughs>
1: um, it's time to play. Wait, what the hell is my, my game? Where's my music at? What the hell is going on here? Okay. This is weird. Let me try this. Maybe. Uh No. This is killing me right now Oh, here we go um, uh, There you go we just fucking with them black people We're just fucking with them black We're just fucking with Fucking with black people That's right guys It's time for fucking with black people
3: mm-hmm.
1: Today's contestants are high school basketball team What? A New York school district Ah! official says that he would take back in a minute a basketball coach who resigned over racist tweets but doesn't expect him to agree to return. Mohawk High School Boys coach Kevin Downs, who was the coach of the varsity team for seven years and is black, said Friday he would not return next season. His players and other Mohawk students brought in racism charges stemming from actions during a loss February twenty seven to an all-minority Mount Vernon squad. It's our loss, no question about that, but we respect his decision, said District School Superintendent Thomas Manco. He's a good role model, a fine person, and a wonderful coach. He's a stand-up kind of guy. While Mohapak has said it has been unable to prove Mount Vernon's assertion that Downs players, who are almost all white, directed racist words at Mount Vernon players and suspended eight non-playing students for post-game racist tweets. In stepping down, Downs expressed particular dismay that the tweets have been liked, retweeted, or favorited 200-plus times. When asked this week whether the district could do anything to get him back, he said, I don't think so. But he expressed gratitude that many former and pl- current male pack players and parents, as well as fellow members of the Lower Hudson Basketball Association, have reached out to him. Of the coaches, he said, they called, emailed and texted. Some have said, maybe you can join our staff. That This would have been much more difficult to go through without that kind of support. Downs notified Athletic Director John Augusta of his decision Friday, then told his players he described them as shocked and said many later contacted him saying, they enjoyed playing for me and wished I were still there. Nothing but positive things. The 42-year-old, who played three sports at Pack and earned a football scholarship to Boston University, has lived in Dutchess County with his wife and two children for about seven years. Prior to that, Pack was his home, and it was where his parents still live. Mohawk Pack a big family he said his decision had been hard on his sons, ages 11 and 14. They grew up around the program and knew every kid who was part of the program. He said, "My parents went to every game." It's sad that's gone. Mount Vernon School District spokesman Vanessa Ritter describes Dow's departure as not at all positive, and it was something we—it wasn't something we were seeking. Um, so I would give this a hundred, Karen, because as as sad as everybody is that he left, I mean, they were so racist. He had to leave. You know what I mean?
2: He didn't have a choice. And they
1: had a black coach. So they knew they. Oh. that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the whole point. He resigned because basically his own integrity. He was like, I can't in any good conscience coach a team full of fucking racists. Yes. I, I taught fans. these boys better than this. Yeah. So I give it a hundred, man. Uh, 100%.
2: Next,
1: uh, next game. Wait, what? What?
2: God damn it.
1: Can I move these myself? What I think
2: I? you can. Can't you rearrange the
1: order? I'm trying to. Anyway. Next game. <clears throat> now that is time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest the race time. So now that is time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest the race
6: time.
1: That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our audience, this time the chat room, who is racist, to guess the race. All right. Uh, all right, first one. Um, let's see. Um, a mother finds herself shocked. Uh, shocked to find herself. On a revenge porn site. Oh snap! Salt Lake City, Utah, where the Mormons are supposed to be taking over, and BYU says don't watch porn. You got a man down, you pick him up. He's, he's wounded on the battlefield. Of Put his dick in his hand. <laughs> yes, and he's jacking off with it. On any given day, you can miss. You can find Melissa Esblin. Playing a game of catch with her young son in the family's backyard or working alongside her husband in the Salt Lake City home, a uh, county home. Or you can find a happily married mother of two in front of the computer where she has grown a successful online craft blog and calligraphy business. So she has no, she was nothing short of shocked and disgusted when she awakened one morning to a screen of stream of online messages from men all over the world propositioning her for sex. Mm. I was like, what is going on? This is kind of ridiculous. It was unlike anything she had ever seen before. Hopefully, she doesn't have an insecure husband that was like, "You got a sex tape? Now you gotta go, mother of my children." Oh, yeah, cause the assholes
2: just like that. Yeah, Even huh? though I jack off the porn to these women, I do I, I can't take this.
1: Yeah, I listen to Firestarter. I know how they feel about that tape. The messages alerted as as that her photos were posted on a revenge porn website where someone had copied her appropriate online photos and posted them next to sexually explicit images of another woman. Well, No wonder she's coming out because it ain't really her.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. Cause she's like, um, yeah, who, who, who's doing this and why am I getting contact by 6969 sexy chocolate?
1: Yeah. Why you got my picture next to Bill Knox? I didn't get throat fucked. Next to the photos were her full name, the city she lives in, and her contact information. <gasps> so this is somebody knew who she was. That's not an aspect of the internet that I have ever interacted with, and it's just I hate seeing the underbelly of the internet. Worse, the site demanded she pay $400 if she wanted her photos and information taken down. Immediately, she grew concerned about the damage. A post like this could do to her reputation. The fact that possibly my name had been sullied and my name is my image and my image is my business.
2: Yes, and you should sue them. And why should I have to fucking pay you for
1: for some shit that I didn't put on there? Esplin didn't know what to do or how to get it removed, let alone how who could have copied her online pictures and posted them to a porn site. That's when she contacted KSL investigators for help. Uh, KSL investigators told Esplin to report her case to the FBI cybercrime investigators in Salt Lake City, which she did by filling out federal complaint form at IC3.gov. With the FBI on the case, Esplin fired off an email to the site register, EuroDNS, which specifically says they don't allow a list of fraudulent info on their site. KSL investigator Debbie Dejanovic made phone calls demanding her photos of personal information be removed from the revenge porn site. Between the calls and the emails, they found themselves in a virtual world of confusion that spanned the globe. There's a conspiracy that goes all the way to the top.
2: Yeah, because the, the, it, it's one of those things where laws are slow to get hipped on the internet. If somebody takes my image and put it on a porn site, I tell them to take it down, they tell me no. You got Not
1: even no. They don't respond. Wow. They left phone calls, they they emailed the site, no answer. Um, Matthew Mike is a professor at University of Utah who specializes in internet security. He predicts that this type of crime will grow due to the volume of photographs posted online. Unfortunately, I do see trends like this increasing over time simply because it's so easy for attackers to pull this sort of stuff, uh sort of stuff off. As for how her photos line up at a no point. punishment. Mm-hmm. As for how uh Esplin's photo, well, there's a punishment. You have to catch the people that don't care. You know, like people do this anonymously. They do this from overseas. Like, okay. It could be anywhere. True uh might suggest that the site themselves troll the internet and hijack personal images then place them next to pornographic ones initially some of those sexually explicit messages esplence received may have been for the site itself to alert her that her photos were there because an extortion scheme doesn't work the victim doesn't know they're being extorted true even if a revenge porn site promises to remove your photos if you pay up might say don't spend one dime once you give a credit card number or wire money to the site, there's no guarantee the site will follow through. There's no reason to stick to $400. They have no reason to actually take the pictures down. Exactly. Epson, uh says she be, she will keep on blogging because next to her, ne- next to being a wife and a mother is her passion because of her blogging. She has more than 3,000 images already posted online I believe believes quitting now would give victory to the revenge porn site, Esplan, that, mm-hmm.
2: And that's probably why, because she has so many images. Ain't no telling where they, like I said, where they are, who hands they're in, or mm-hmm. anything.
1: Esplin says her inspirational creative blog outshines one unfavorable post. And a true blogger at heart, she shares good advice to future victims. When it does happen, don't let it waste your time. Contact authorities, get on the right away, and move on. Guess the race of Mrs., uh, what was her first name? Melissa Esblin, uh revenge porn uh person, uh victim. Let's see here. <clears throat> the chat room says Whiter than all of the first forty three presidents combined. Oh my saltine Lake City, <laughs> white <laughs> says uh tip Tippy Award when Ashley three classy. <laughs> um uh craft block, Martha Stewart White. If she wasn't married to a Utah Jazz, she's a saltine. Salt Lake City, she believes that she's still a virgin because she only did it anal in college. Mormon White, Salt Lake City White, future sister wife White, Lisa Ann, the picture next to the white woman in the dictionary, White, Snow, Snow Bunny, Honey, Mormon White, the correct answer is white. (laughs) Everybody got that one right. Uh, There's no confusion um i i'm gonna put a picture in the chat i bet the the picture that they put next to it was bell knox because she kind of looks like that too. bell knox uh porn star lady with the glasses and uh skinny and kind of you know the hair yeah, she,
2: and and my thing is this how can you prove that it's not you, that you didn't do that like well she just happened to be in a position where she works for herself what happened if you don't like you work for a, another company Mm-hmm. And they Google your name and all this shit just pops up. I agree. Do you do you have to tell them on the interview? Hey, um, just in case you Google me, this is what you're gonna find.
1: Right? Yeah, that's weird. Uh, here's another article. This is about one of those teachers that uh, you know fucks the students. 32-year-old you know, substitute
6: teacher arrested and charged with kidnapping and sexual assault of a 15-year-old student. I'm John Huck.
7: I'm Olivia Fiero. Tanika Queen said she's in love with the student, and the student has said the same about her. Fox Five's John Castanino, live at Hyde Park Middle School, with details of this illegal relationship.
6: Yeah, Olivia John, Clark County School District confirming that Queen, a substitute teacher, Here at Hyde Park Middle School, and according to the arrest report, school police documenting an active relationship between Queen and a 15-year-old student during the month of February. Queen did admit that that relationship was sexual. 22-year-old Tanika Queen is at the Clark County Detention Center being held without bail and facing charges of first-degree kidnapping, sexual assault against a child under 16, statutory sex seduction, and a sex act between a school employee and student. These photos taken from her Facebook profile, the victim, a 15-year-old male from Hyde Park Middle School. The arrest report details a consensual relationship through numerous text messages starting the day before Valentine's Day, February 13th, from Queen. I'm serious. I'm putting my job on the line, talking to you, so how can I not be serious? This is so weird, I haven't felt like this in years. February 14th, the 15-year-old says, I love you. February 15th, Queen, get them lips ready. The teen responds, oh, trust me, babe, they're more than ready. Queen, I'll never leave you. The teen, death is the only thing that is going to separate us. February 20th, Queen says, I like that hug and kiss before class. February 24th, Queen says, people are getting hella suspicious. We got to cool it down. The report says Queen was interviewed February 26th by school police detectives about the relationship. She stated the student had a crush on her and that they hugged and kissed. Upon her arrest on Tuesday, Queen admitted on one occasion the teen undressing her and having sex. Nicole Pareto, who works at Fox 5, is a former classmate of Queen's at UNLV. I'm
2: not surprised just from what I know from school, Um, you know, but it is surprising just because she is a substitute teacher at Clark County School District. Um, You know, parents send their kids to school, you know, it's supposed to be a safe place. And, you know, anytime you see something like this, it's always, you know, surprising and disappointing no matter who it is.
6: And kidnapping is a charge in this case because police say that Queen lured the teen through text messages to a meeting spot without parental consent. The arrest report also detailing that this 15-year-old is in the 8th grade. He's attempting it for the 3rd. We're live in front of High Park oh. Middle School. John Castanino, Fox Five News, local Las Vegas.
7: John, thanks very much. Clark County School Police say it will not speak publicly. No one from the department will speak publicly about the case until tomorrow. Queen is scheduled to make her first court appearance Friday at seven thirty.
1: Now, in this moments like this, where uh, I refuse to believe the narrative that somehow this is love or anything, because this is a eighth grader who's eighth grade three times <laughs> that's what i'm about to say he's not smart enough to love anybody no like there's no way you can have a consenting adult relationship between a motherfucker that can't pass eighth grade given three chances and a grown-ass woman uh but yeah guess the race of tanika queen Oh. Yes, you should be in the, like a 10th grade. Terry S says, one who started teaching because she was tired of messing with those thugs. That's a weed patent emoji text in black. <laughs> one who uses Luster's peak oil and uses a stove to heat her hot comb, says Linda Brothers. A Blonkey, says uh, Ashley 3 Classy. Backstage, underage, adolescent, how you doing? Fine. She replied outside. I, I like to do the wild thing. Actually took place, kind of wet. Don't forget the. The I, the M, the M, the, the J, the I, the M, the N, the Y, yo. I need a body bag black, says Padre, Padre Joseph Queen, Ebony Black, says Sophia, one who, <laughs> I like that Queen is uh, considered a black name. She, my black queen, it should have been her name. One who would get no attention if she did pouring hella black hc hey, says hello, black baby boy is her favorite movie black Aww. stuck in middle school such two teachers so she probably not certified black both of them black <laughs> t- tamika come on dog that's black i actually think it might have been tanika yes yeah, tanika not tamika uh lean on me black black goss- glossy lips black lost her man to the homo demons she's his queen to be a vision of perfection, black, unfortunately. And another bad creation, black. The correct answer is yes. black.
2: I don't think nobody got that one wrong.
1: Yeah. Let's go to uh, the bonus round. <laughs> that were the boys, that the rest double the points and the race bonus round time guys everything's worth double the points double the racism hope you got your racism caps on because it's about to get even more racist than it was before alright here's our next article a woman goes to the gym and she's told to cover her ass up
3: (laughs) so can you put on a shirt the
1: planet oh wait this is yahoo news i fucking hate yahoo news i'll just read it because this is uh they be all snarky don't they yeah let me just see if i can find a better link i fucking I to hate say you
2: should yeah i bet you google that you yeah they
1: always on a remix and like can you believe she had to dress this way <laughs> It's fucking
0: play. New at 5, a Bay Area woman says she was asked to leave a gym because she was too fit. And tonight, Planet Fitness is responding. The company has 5 million members. Its location in Richmond opened about a year ago. The gym has a posted dress code policy and is making no apologies about the environment it wants to create. KTV's Claudine Wong here now with one woman's experience and why she says, in this case, the gym went too far.
7: Well, two weeks ago, Tiffany Austin took a tour of Planet Fitness in Richmond. She says it seemed like a great deal and a chance to get back into shape. Well, yesterday she went for the first time, but left after she says they told her she was too fit.
3: Very, very slow process.
7: It was supposed to be the next step in her recovery. Tiffany Austin is healing from a car accident, and yesterday, with her doctor's blessing, joined Planet Fitness in
3: Richmond. Jumped on the treadmill, really excited, put on my earbuds, started walking my, you know half a mile an hour or whatever.
7: (laughs) Things were going well until about 15 minutes into her workout when a staff member approached her.
3: She says, you know, excuse me, uh, we've had some complaints. You're intimidating people with your toned body. So can you put on a shirt? We're
7: known as the Judgment Free Zone. Planet Fitness promises no judgments, no gym intimidation, saying members can get in shape without being, quote, subjected to the hardcore look-at-me attitude that exists in too many gyms. It's unfair to, like, show off your body, and that's what they don't want. The chain goes further with a lunk alarm.
3: Uh,
7: that sounds when someone drops weights or breathes too hard. <laughs> Proud lungs have posted their bad behavior on YouTube.
6: In a lot of ways, I actually think what Planet Fitness is doing is, is is a positive thing. I think they obviously need to iron out some of these issues, but the, you know, sport in the United States is by nature discriminatory. It is selective. It is elitist. It's just one of these little gym tops.
7: But Tiffany Austin says she's no lunkhead. She just apparently picked the wrong outfit.
3: I don't feel like it's anything crazy, but I mean, you can tell me if... It's burning your eyes.
7: <laughs> Austin is laughing, but says she's still angry that the place that promised no judgments
3: did just that. Really, I felt like intimidated and harassed by the place that says no intimidation.
7: Well, a corporate spokesperson told me today that they stand by their dress code. But if Austin was criticized for being toned or fit, that is, quote, not in line with Planet Fitness whatsoever.
1: All right, so... Guess the race, uh, everybody in the chat room, for Tiffany Austin, a lady who was two-toned to uh participate in uh Planet Fitness. She had to cover her shit up. Black woman on Kanye West's workout plan. Becky, look at her butt. She looks like one of those rap guys' girlfriends. Black, says Terry S. Another queen, Black. Martian Mosquito, <laughs> says Linda Brothers. <laughs> black, of course. Get your fine round ample caramel brown booty out of our gym, says Joe Basley. Tiffany, the body, black, black, ass so fat. You can see it from the front back. She black black, y'all. Completely terrifying like all other black women. Didn't have a butt white, says Ashley. So she's going off the board for double the points, double the race. If she gets this right, uh I think that puts her in the lead. Black, says King Bob. The correct answer is, black, says Paul Andre Johnson. Correct answer is, guys. She was black. Ashley, Ashley, you missed it. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Ashley.
2: And my thing is this. Mm -hmm. That's bullshit. And I, I'm
1: gonna post her picture in there
2: so you guys can see. She's beautiful. I mean, the same thing people wear at the Y and other gyms all
1: the time. Like, this is not some, um like, coochie cutting, uh, you know, outfit. Cause I mean, you know, I'm being, I'm being, being realistic. Like, I've seen some outfits in the gym where you're like, wow, that lady is, uh, she don't give a fuck. And I, even still, I just appreciate it. I don't harass them or look too hard, but, you know, there's like those outfits where you're like, this person's here for me. And dudes do it too. Where There's that dude that, you know, is wearing like a piece of a shirt and just like all cut up and shit. This outfit was not that. It just looks like something you buy off of East Bay and go work out in. You know, people jogging this shit all the time. Um, And it's not even one of those tight, like, you know, just one of those tight outfits. It does show some midriff and some shoulders, but you don't want to sweat, you know, I, I, like I, I didn't see it as some. I don't see how people are intimidated by that. And especially if she's on the treadmill doing half a mile an hour because she's recovering. Now, what I think personally happened, this is my theory, everybody. Somebody who was insecure about their own body
3: mm-hmm.
1: Uh and their big pet peeve. And I, I have this pet peeve, too, but I just don't act on it or say anything because, honestly, it's, it's not my business. But they saw her looking good because even though she's recovering from a car accident, she's in very good shape looking. She was going half a mile an hour on her treadmill, and they did that thing where you go, hear these pretty bitches in here talking, walking half a mile an hour. I'm in here. I'm fat. I'm working out hard as I can, and you in here just to hang out and look good in your clothes so people come over here and talk to you. That's what it is, and it was that feeling that made them report her. That's exactly, that's my theory. Is they went and told on her because it was like TNT look people at people
2: coming in there with clothes like that all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I guarantee they were like, she ain't working out hard to get that body. So she need to cover her shit up because she ain't even here to work out anyway. It's like, well, actually I'm recovering from a fucking accident and this is basically my physical therapy. So I don't, you know, like me looking good probably had more to do with my diet and all this shit, but, uh, I'm just trying to make it like you trying to make it cuz. So, cause I look good making it now, I'm a problem. Get the fuck out of here.
2: Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not too keen with all the policy procedures. Talking about the alarms going off when you drop weights and bullshit like that, Mm -hmm. and it's just one of those things where. That's just part of life. It's just dealing with people that are fit and cut. I think honestly truth be told, we live in a society where most people are overweight. Mm-hmm. So, uh it's just one of those things where a lot of overweight people feel like I've been bullied all just aside, my whole life and called fat no weight now is I I am I am in an area where I can tell you get the fuck out of here for being too skinny. You're like, "What's well, not like she's
1: walking. Not nah, she's walking on a treadmill laughing at everybody." No, she's not. Uh next guest, to race.
0: Uh, there's no law
1: anymore yeah, well it's good to see you alive yes
0: yes, yes uh i don't know maybe this guy was on something maybe d hit him, who knows he was calling you the suspect you oh, uh, see you know i don't i don't know you like i said that? d d hit him so was it wasn't me maybe. what's d he's nuts he's this guy's crazy d what huh d's nuts harvey
1: <laughs> that was uh people's court. Post post court trial interview.
2: Oh, we guess the race. Uh,
1: guess the race of the defendant who said that uh, these nuts hit the man, um, not him. Obviously, you know he was fine. He was just he, he was he won the case. Ah. Uh, Tyrone says, uh, "Ashley, classy black dude." Dr. Dre fan, black says, "Terry S. Um, Monkey says Rico, the boy wonder, one who speaks with the cigarette flapping in his mouth." The suspect is always black, says Sparger. Um, he was committed to the D's joke, black. Scoon jilly eating Italian, says Leonard Brothers. Hmm, going with white again, says Ashley. So Leonard and Ashley both going off the board, white. Uh, black says Joe Spacely. The, uh, uh, black says Terry, one who receives an inheritance, white. Uh, the correct answer it is, is it was a black man everybody was a black man some of you missed it
2: and the thing is about it, he caught
1: dude off guard he had to ask him twice he stuck with that these nuts man he was gonna yes. land that he was gonna land that joke um and you gotta you gotta admire his perseverance to stick with that joke all the way through um all right man last uh article we gotta talk about sword ratchetness guys okay it's a plague in the world. It's a big problem, and uh, and uh, we need to do something about it, people. Why? Because of stories like this. A martial arts expert armed herself with a sword during a dispute in the street where she lives. That's right. She, Pamela Hubbard of Wildale Close, Beaumont Lays, admitted Possessing the weapon, Lancaster Crown Court heard Hubbard is a black belt in a martial arts discipline. Lindsay Knott, prosecutor, said that on September 10th, last year, there was an argument between Hubbard and the owner of a car park near her home. The owner was concerned that Hubbard's car door had made contact with his vehicle when her mother had opened the car door. Miss Knott said the Crown case Crown's case was Hubbard went into her home and returned armed with a sword. She claimed the defendant walked towards the male complainant, swinging the sword three or four times. She claimed the defendant chased the man around his car before he pushed her to the ground and re- tried to restrain her. However, uh Hubbard had put the sword down. The defense says she put the sword down by the time she was pushed over. Like that makes a difference. Ain't that, yeah, true? Oh, after I had put the sword down, then he pushed me. What? You attacking him? So we go back to chivalry, right? Because after you try to kill me, ah, like what, she trying to play freeze tag? Or Ali Aliox oxy free, guys. I'm done Dad, trying to kill it. you. Let me touch with the tip of the sword first. David Charman, defendant, says she held it towards the victim but didn't touch him with it and there was no injury. She claims he made threats towards her. She's a black belt and it was a training weapon. She could have caused injuries if she had wanted, but she only wanted to frighten him away. Mm-mm. The case was adjourned until April 10th for the preparation of psychiatric and pre-sentence reports. The prosecution is considering calling witness evidence before sentencing sentence take place so a judge can rule on disputed facts in the case. Well, Lisa Hubbard on Bell, Judge Robert Brown said all sentencing options remain open, including custody.
2: Yeah, you need to go to
1: jail. Yeah. And uh personally know. I don't give a fuck if it's a woman or not. I trust the side of the person who didn't have a sword.
2: Yeah, and it's just one the person, person that
1: goes person. To get the sword is almost always the asshole. Yes, they are,
2: and it's just one of those things where, um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, she lucky he just pushed quote unquote pushed her down. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of dudes would have been like, you know what? I'll best off. You got a weapon.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm whooping your ass. Go
1: your ass to, uh, go your ass.
2: Cause he was being a gentleman by probably trying to push. He's like, I, Cause if I, I punch you, we're going to have issues. So I just push you.
1: Mm-hmm. A Harlow man who kicked his wife and hit her with a plastic sword has been ordered to attend courses on alcohol and domestic abuse. Oh wow. Zhao Lin, 29 was also ordered to complete 50 hours of unpaid work after completing guilty until assaulting his wife December 7th last year. He's also admitted charges of taking a car without permission, careless driving, and driving without a license while uninsured. Chelmsford Magistrates Court was told the assault happened after Lynn had taken his wife's Audi without a permission and collided into a parked car. Kathy Wilson, prosecutor, said the police saw a car being driven at a speed followed into Common Side Road where it was being <laughs> driven in both lanes she said the car struck a vehicle parked on common road. When police opened the door of the vehicle, Lynn put it in reverse. Oh, as the car started to move, he was pulled from the car and ignition was turned off. Said miss Wilson, R- Returning home. With police at 2:30 AM. Damn, They took him to his house, not to the station. His wife was asked whether she had given permission for him to take the car. She said she had no idea and she had been asleep. Later. She called his, pa- she called his parents in China and told them what had happened. What the fuck they going to do? Okay. They thousands of miles away. Don't do that, son. He asked her why she phoned them. And while she was sitting on the sofa, he kicked her in the stomach. He slapped her with a child's toy sword, striking her in the face, arms, and grabbing her around the throat, telling her, don't do it again or I'll kick you again. See what I'm saying? These people don't give a fuck. They own a sword. Oh. They, they don't give us a plastic child's toy sword. They will threaten to kill you with it. And it's still scary. Terrified, she later told police she, he had returned from China a year earlier, a changed man with problems with alcohol and gambling. Representing himself in court, Lynn said, I take full responsibility for my mistake I've made. I just want to go to China. I lost control because my wife called my parents. Passing sentence, chairman of the bench, David Thwaites, told him, it was a very serious incident. Your wife was injured and significantly scared. So,
2: And I guess he may have been upset because uh, having uh, parental
1: approval, Actually means a lot over there mm, to a lot of people. It means a lot. I mean, yeah. I mean, no. If you call my dad, I would pull out my plastic sword and beat you to death. Care that's that just is par for the course. It's
2: no, it's not. And you oh, would, okay. Sorry. Yeah. And a, I wouldn't call you daddy because you're a grown ass man.
1: Yeah, but this dude was not acting like a grown ass man. Right. I mean, this dude was acting like a fucking child. D- that's true. And armed with a child's weapon, by the way. So, I mean, you can't blame her. Yeah, like,
2: she, she better than me because uh, do that shit to me as far as I'm concerned. Uh wh- wh- Why are we together? Right.
1: I mean, he's already irresponsible taking her car while she's asleep. Mm-hmm. That's some kid shit to do. Attacking her with a kid's toy. Like, he's a fucking child that's supposed to be a man. So, of course, you call his parents because he needs to be spanked like a little fucking baby. <laughs> Woman charged at the incident with samurai sword. A Rochester woman faces criminal charges after police say she welded a samurai sword during an argument with her daughter. Peggy Ann Shellstad, 48, made her first appearance Monday in Old mid Co- County District Court where she was charged with felony terroristic threats and two counts of misdemeanor domestic assault. The charges stem from an alleged incident about 3 a.m. Saturday when police responded to a home uh There they found Shellstad And her adult daughter Arguing about a cell phone and Facebook The report says At some point during the argument Shellstad allegedly picked up a samurai sword That was in the home She didn't strike the other woman with it The report says But used it as a threat Shellstad was arrested at the scene No injuries were reported She's been released on her own recognizance And initial appearance has been set for February 24th That's, That's the kind of craziness that's going on out here people Mother against daughter in the game of swords uh don't forget Shadowdollproductions.com slash tbgwt uh make sure you guys go and buy shit uh yes. get our audio plays They're thanks good, to everybody y'all. that does that um and uh thank you so much for listening support jl covan man um, please
2: do the video is hilarious. very go. funny dude yes go to his youtube page and yes. like it
1: and like it um we'll be back uh Saturday, uh, with our feedback show. Yes. Balls it. D Sports is gonna be a special Thursday edition at four uh thirty PM tomorrow. Yes. So we'll talk to you guys then and yes. um
2: Congratulations uh, to all the two thousand thirteen Tippy Award. Yes.
1: You guys made it. Uh good job, everybody. Um it's an honor to finally be recognized among my peers and uh, I'm glad that We were able to do this because I love you guys so much. And I just think that in a world where children have dreams and the children grow up and I say, I am a dreamer. Okay, I am my hero 10 years ago and my hero is now me 10 years from now. And I think that we all could be our own heroes if we look at each other in the eyes and we see that we are heroes. No, get off me. That's what I just want to finish. my. No, this is my moment. No, you will listen to me. You will listen to me. I love you. <laughs> you don't love me back carrying me more since you ain't wearing tippy.
7: Hmm?
2: I said I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.